Hey, what's going on? Thanks for checking out the Aaron Advantage. This is Real Talk Real Estate. I'm setting up my camera today and it's uh, going a little bit different than I anticipated, so I apologize for that. Uh, anyways, uh, like I said at the beginning, thanks for checking out the Aaron Advantage. This is Real Talk Real Estate. Going back live at nine this evening, uh, prepping for a vacation this week, so I had a pretty full day of appointments but wanted to get this show out to you live this evening. Um, I'm still kind of wanting to know your feedback on what time of day works the best for you. So let me know in the comments down below what time you think is best to tune in and watch live. Also, want to let you know that tonight I'm talking about showing etiquette. One of the biggest parts of real estate is when you're going to look at a home and whether you're the buyer looking at the home or you're the seller who has the home that's being looked at, one of the things most people never talk about or even question is what the heck are you supposed to do when you're looking at homes on both sides of the transaction. So tonight I'm gonna to talk about some showing etiquette for buyers and for sellers. So if you know anybody who's thinking about making a move, whether they're looking for a home or thinking about selling, make sure you like the video, comment, tag them down below and share this with them so they know specific things that they can do to make sure they're following the proper unwritten etiquette rules for showings. Well, first I'm gonna start off with buyers. Obviously when you're talking about etiquette in showings, the first thing that people are thinking about is when they're going in someone else's home to take a look and try to find out exactly what they should do and how they should proceed. Number one thing on the list, uh, and I'll link to the articles in the comments down below after this, but the number one thing on the list that I found on multiple different places is buyers should 100% be pre-approved before they look at a home. Now, as I've always said, I don't specifically go out and show homes to any buyers until they've got that pre-approval in hand, but a lot of people don't realize that that could actually be something that is a negative especially in a seller's mind. If you're going into a home and you haven't been pre-approved and you're unable to buy their home, you gotta take into consideration that they are doing a lot of work to prepare their home for you to get in there and take a look at it. There's gonna be cleaning, there's gonna be organizing. If they've got kids, they gotta get them out. If they've got pets, they gotta get them out. They have to be away for the showing. So that's something a lot of people don't take into consideration. So if you're unable to buy their home, you're really doing a disservice to them by getting them out and away from their house so you can take a look. Not only that, especially in the market we're looking in right now, your pre-approval also needs to be able to buy the home that you're going to take a look at. If you can't afford it, if you think that maybe you can negotiate them down ten dollars to $15,000 to get them in the price range where you're actually qualified, in the seller's market that we're in right now, that's just not happening very often. Homes are selling really close to the list price. So if you're unable to afford the house at the price that it's listed at, probably not a great idea to go and take a look at it, especially if it's brand new on the market. Second thing, be punctual. As I said at the or as I said in the previous point, sellers have a lot of prep work that they have to do to get ready to be away from their home so that you can come in and take a look. So make sure that you're showing up on time. If you have your agent call and set up an appointment, try to be there on time. Make sure that you're hitting the time frame where you said you'd be there. Sometimes it's gonna be a range. Obviously, if you're looking at several different homes throughout the day, there's gonna be some flex time based on traffic, the homes you're looking at, if there's anything else that's going on, but you need to do your best to stay on schedule and get there on time. Especially, again, in this market where we have several homes that have multiple showings back-to-back -back that are going continuously, if you don't get in there on time, you're going to throw off the schedule and it can really cause problems. So make sure you're showing up on time. Another point, don't bring everyone with you, especially to the first showing. You don't need your grandma, your grandpa, your aunts and uncles, cousins, and your whole extended family, family or nuclear family. You need to bring the people who are the decision makers who are going to be the ones living in the home first. 
If you don't like the home, you don't need all those people there anyways. So don't bring anyone or everyone whenever you're going out to look at homes for the first time. It's just not necessary. If it is the home that you end up wanting to go back and take a second look at, that's when you can bring some more people, spend a little bit more time, bring some other people who have some opinions or some input who might be able to help you make a decision. Now, that being said, since you're going on our first showings a lot of times, you don't need to stay too long. There's no rule on specifically how long you need to stay in a home. I always tell people, you know, 10 to 15 minutes on a first viewing could be enough time. Generally rule of thumb, about 30 minutes top end. It's a first showing. Remember, if you really like the home and you know you're going to spend some more time there going back at a second showing, you don't need to spend a whole lot of time there the first time. There are people who live there potentially that you want to make sure that they can get back into their house, that you're giving them an opportunity to come home and relax and de-stress. If you lived in a house and you had to be gone for someone else to come in and take a look, you'd probably want that same courtesy. So don't stay there for an hour or two at that point in time. If there are certain things that you want to look at and you get to the point where you think you want to buy the home, set up a second showing. Now in this market, there are going to be times that it's potential that it's going to sell really fast. So you may need to get back in a second time the same day or move really quickly on that. That's perfectly fine. But don't stay really, really long, especially in a home that you know isn't going to work for you just because you want to check everything out thoroughly. Final point that I want to make for buyers on etiquette, and I'm just giving you five out of the list of, I believe it was seven or eight, is do not revisit the home too many times. If you're not interested in purchasing the home, you know it's not gonna work for you. You don't need to keep going back and back and back to try to see if maybe this one will work out. If you don't have that feeling that you know it's gonna be the one for you, going back over and over again, especially multiple times, like three, four, five times, makes a seller extremely, extremely anxious. They're gonna wanna think, or they're gonna think that you really want their house. And the more times you go, the more anxious they're gonna get about whether or not you're gonna make an offer. And it can be a very, very stressful situation for a seller if you continue to go back time and time and time again. If it's not the one for you after a couple visits, nine times out of 10 is probably not gonna be the one for you. So don't continue to revisit that home over and over again if it's not working out. So those are just a few of the unwritten etiquette rules for buyers. Uh, like I said, I will link to an article down below where there's a couple additional points that are in there. Uh, kind of expands on each of those points a little bit more as well. And I think it's some really good information. Like I said, a lot of people just aren't talking about this with their buyers before they go and check out homes. But on the flip side, even more unspoken rules is what sellers need to do when they have buyers coming in their home. Now, there's no requirements of what a seller has to do but when they're having their home shown, but there are some good ideas and good practices that they can utilize to try to make their home show better or to give more information to the buyer to make that whole showing process go a little smoother. Maybe let make their home look a little bit better in person and potentially get an offer. One of the first things they can do, and it should go without saying, but it was number one on the list is leave. You don't need to be there when a buyer's looking at your house. A lot of people think, hey, you know what? If I'm there, I can answer some questions and I can help point out some things that if a buyer has a question, they may wanna know about. Could be something that could be helpful down the road, but especially again for a first showing or something like that, you do not need to be present. It is not always necessarily gonna be your benefit to be there to answer questions for the buyer because a lot of times you may say some things that give away your negotiating position, or you know what, you may just give them way too much information, overwhelm them, and they might be at a point where they're just like, ain't gonna work for me, I gotta go. Second thing, take your pets with you. 
Some people might be scared of dogs. Some people could be allergic to cats. I actually read a story where a woman had a phobia of birds and she ran screaming from an open house one time because they had some birds in a cage. It's not always feasible, but if you can, it's a great idea to take your pets with you. It will definitely help your home show better because pets are always a distraction. Anytime I've ever shown a home that has any pet at the house, it doesn't matter. Somebody gets distracted and they want to go look at the dog, talk to the dog, uh, any animal that's in the house. They always check it out. It's just one more distraction point from somebody looking at your home. So if it's possible, get your pets out, take them with you. Now, I understand life happens. There are going to be situations where you may not be able to take your pets with you. Completely understand that. If that's the case, especially if you have dogs, large dogs, small dogs, or cats, or anything like that, if it's possible, try to get them in a kennel or in a cage somewhere. Do what you can to make sure that they're put away somewhere out of the way so people can go and take a look at the home unencumbered. If you do that, make sure you let your agent know that there's an animal in the house so they can pass it along to the agent on the other side so they can tell their buyer. I've walked into several homes at times where I did not know that there were any animals in the house. And to be honest, when you hear a big dog start barking when you're unlocking the front door, the first thought I always have is close the door, I don't wanna get attacked. Now, I've never been attacked by a dog. I don't really fear dogs. But when you hear a large dog, large dog barking, you don't know what's gonna happen. So the first thing I do, close the door, lock it back up, and until I can get a hold of the agent who has a home listed to talk to the seller to find out that the animal is put up, I'm not going inside and I'm not letting a client do it either. So do yourself a favor, let people know if your animals are gonna be in the house. Number three, move your car. You don't have to take your car, just move your car out of the way so it's super easy for the buyer to get in close and have easy access to your home. The last thing they need to do, especially right now during the summer where it's super hot, is have to walk extra distance to get inside the house before they're taking a look at the property. You want to make it as convenient and simple as possible for clients to get in your home and take a look so that they are interested in the property, so that they're really looking around and figuring out if this is the home for them so that they're ready to make an offer. Another point, lay out any important documents that you might have. Now, a lot of real estate agents will already do this for you. Copies of your seller's disclosure, copies of your lead-based paint disclosure if you have one, if your home was built prior to 1978, great things to have out. One thing that people don't think about is average utility bills. If you've got copies of them and you wanna put those out, a lot of buyers are gonna ask for them anyways. Great idea to go ahead, have some printouts available, leave them out on the kitchen counter, leave them out on a table somewhere. They are definitely going to check those out. And I can tell you with 100% certainty that in my experience, every buyer always asks. Now, in our market, we used to be able to send in a request for information to Vectran and they would send those utilities back to us so we could load those online ourselves. Vectorners changed their company policy and they are no longer giving us that information as real estate agents. So now more than ever, it is a great idea as a seller to print those off, have them ready, have them in your kitchen, have them in your home so buyers can take a look because they're going to request that information. Why not get it to them on the front end, save them that hassle, and it might be able to get them to put in an offer a little bit quicker. Other documents that you can have would be any kind of warranty documents you might have on any of your appliances or anything that you've just upgraded recently so that they can take a look at that, see that the age of the appliance that you said is brand new actually are new it's good stuff to have for them there as well last but not least please 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 be patient for feedback as a listing agent whenever I have somebody take a look at my home I have a great system put in place that automatically sends a survey to the selling or to the showing agent that says 
hey, what did your buyer think about the house? What do they love about the house? What do they not love about the house? Is there anything we could do to improve it? What do you think about the price? Now, it's a great survey tool. It's great information that I get back, but the downside is it may take a while to get that information back. We do have a limited inventory market right now, but there are still people who are looking at multiple homes at a time. So if somebody comes into your house and they take a look, we're not gonna necessarily have that feedback in the next hour or two. We may not even have it until the next day or two because these agents are working with multiple clients. They're out showing multiple homes and that's gonna take some time at times to get, get that feedback back to us. Now, I always, always, always follow up if my survey doesn't get filled out in a couple of days, I always call the agent to find out a specific way. Hey, obviously you haven't got back to us really quick. We don't have an offer. There's something that's holding your people back. Is there anything that we could have changed? Is there anything that they did like? What are your thoughts about the home? So I can get that feedback back to my sellers, but please be patient because we are at the mercy of the people on the other side and we don't always have those answers as quickly as we would like. So those are my top five tips, both to buyers and to sellers on the unspoken etiquette rules of looking or showing your home. So let me know in the comments down below which tip you like the best or if you have another one that I didn't mention here tonight that you think should be put out there, I'd love to hear that as well. As always, you can give me a call anytime at 812-779-6273 or shoot me a message with any questions you have or topics you wanna to hear about here on Real Talk Real Estate. Be sure to like this video, share it with any of your friends who are thinking about making a move. I look forward to talking to you next week.